Welcome back to Rich Check Podcast, episode 41. We lit. Super lit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Shout out to the GS9 Club. Uh, we just got back from an event for Grand Seiko. In Brooklyn. In Brooklyn, no Home. less. Um, and still made time to record for all of you. Um, but before we get into that, um, allow us to introduce ourselves. My name is Perry. I'm Rashawn. And I'm Ben. And we make up the Risk Check Podcast. Um, so we just got back from a GS9 event. GS9 is Grand Seiko's like owner's club. Owner's club. Um, and it was at the Whalen in Brooklyn. Um, this was an all day event. Yeah. Facts. They started at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, they're still going right now. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, pretty amazing. Uh, and so they released uh, a new watch today, which we'll get into in, in a minute. Um, but if you're curious, you know, in, in the event that we sound like we might be slurring a little bit, it's probably <laughs> because uh, we had a really good time. So, um, but what we, we, you know, it was uh, family friendly, I guess you could say. There were kids there. Joe Kirk had his son there. Watch kids. And his for wife. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was, it was, it was good times. Good people. And uh, I think we're going to link up with some Grand Seiko people right after this. So, um, win for a good, a good, yeah, no, a good time. Be a long night. <laughs> um, but we'll start off with our honorary wrist check. Uh, ben, why do you? Why don't you kick it off for us? Uh, today? I'm not Rishon at repeat watches. Uh, I'm wearing the green OP41. There we again. go. Uh, same as last episode. Um, I just can't take it off. Still. Good. I got a really big scratch above my crown though on the bezel. <laughs> so mm. we will show progress pics of how much I've been beating this thing up, but it's just good. It is. It's a Rolex. It's you know, it's very robust. It's robust. It's you know, oyster bracelet is classic, mm-hmm. looks good. Um It's the only watch I have on the bracelet. You know, I never thought about that. That's everything's true. on the strap. Yeah, everything else is on the strap. Mm. How's that make you feel? Great. I got the classy. <laughs> this is my dress. This is literally the beater. Stay classy, Cindy. Yeah, I took the bracelet off my Seikos, yeah. too. Respect. Um, Rashawn, what do you got on the wrist? Um, so this is actually. Oh, he's double wristing. Wait, so hold on. But he's. <laughs> are you repeating two watches? So I'm actually repeating two watches. Okay. Wow. Double wristing, first time, but repeating um, two watches. Mm. Obviously, this is no surprise to anyone. 70s turnograph mm-hmm. um very similar to you ben this is just a piece that i absolutely cannot take off um love it it just like still i'm baffled i'm at an all when i look at it I, there's nothing else to say um and then on my right wrist i have a 70s cushion case seiko that i've shared on the show mm-hmm. Probably like our first episode or like earlier. I think, yeah, I think it was, it was in the this, first this one I remember you shared. It was, it might have been the first episode. It you might, had, I think you it was had the on first the episode. red lizard skin strap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yes. it was the first episode. So now the funny thing is, same watch, different strap. This time I decided to put it on, on the rally strap. On a rally strap. I like it on the rally strap. It it's looks nice. really good. This like kind of brown caramel kind of detail works with. The contrast is good. Yes. With the blue dial, works with my turquoise ring. Like, I think this here was a great choice for today. Just very, very appropriate. Yeah, I mean, Grand Seiko event. Yes. There you go. 
Um, <laughs> Spanish date wheel. So of course, like you know, Grand Seiko doesn't do day and dates anymore. But um, is it all Spanish or does it have like, it's Spanish, Spanish and Japanese? English? I think yeah. no Spanish and English. English I wish right. it was kanji. That my, would be amazing. My Boruto Seiko has Spanish and Japan kanji. That's really cool. yeah, and I don't know why. Yeah. But it does. No way. I haven't seen any other one like it. That's nuts. Well, it's a regional thing, right? That means that it was probably sold yeah. in a particular region. Yeah. yeah. I got mine off eBay, too, so that's probably yeah. why. Mm. Okay. I like that. Mm. It's funny, too, when you have, like, um, a date wheel with two different languages, you kind of always opt for the second The language. one you don't understand. Yeah. The one <laughs> you don't understand. There's just understand. something about that. You just, like, instinctual. It's like, oh, I want to. You just want to add a little bit of yeah. That's how you learn the days of the week in a different language. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Got to sure. watch for that. Awesome. Uh, two excellent choices. We have two Rolexes on this this episode. You guys have come a long way. <laughs> 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 yes, we have. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you you own two Rolexes now. Yes. Three. No, it's two. Is it two? two? Yeah, it's two. I've I I had owned a Submariner. Mm. Um, but I gifted it to my dad, so that's amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. Um, I guess it's my turn. I'm wearing my Santos Dumont. Um I've been wearing it a lot lately, actually. Um it's it's something that I've been reaching for pretty frequently in the watch box. Um this and my Speedmaster have been getting a, a lot of wrist time lately. And um, you know how I guys feel about denim and the idea of dressing um, sort of more refined looking watches down. Um, I don't know. I just felt this today. I was like, oh, I'm going to do like sort of a Canadian tuxedo situation. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, why not go for the, the watch? It's probably like the complete opposite of what people would think. Watches. You need to get that and green strap. I'm still waiting for it. Yeah. So I ordered a uh, I ordered a. a Kind of a wild Cartier strap. I ordered a lime green uh, gator strap mm -hmm. from Cartier when I got the watch, um, which was, I think I got this back in May over the summer. And I'm still waiting for Six it. So Cartier, later. if you're listening, <laughs> please. <laughs> we can send the strap. But I'm sure it'll, it'll, it'll come right in time. You know, I was thinking about that piece for the summer and... Um, you know, we'll see. So I can't wait for that to arrive because it's just going to make this better. And uh, I'll have a lot more fun with it. Uh, so that's that. Um, so GS9 event. Yes. Uh, we went. They had a, a, a bunch of guest speakers, mm -hmm. uh, some of which are friends of ours. Mm -hmm. uh, our dear Kelly Yop yep. was on a panel uh, this afternoon. Um, also, shout out to Bryn Dimepiece. And uh, a good friend of the pod who hasn't been on the show yet, Malika, um, originally of uh, High Snobiety, now at Hodinkee. Uh, shout out and congratulations to her. Yes. Um, also, today's her birthday. Happy birthday. Is it her birthday? Yes. Yeah. Happy birthday, Malika. Wow. Happy birthday. Yeah. We got to have her on the show. I think it's, it's about time. Yeah. So we got to extend that invitation. We'll hit her up and get her on. Uh, she has her podcast with Bryn. Mm-hmm. Um, which is uh, super successful. They're doing a good thing. Uh, shouts out to them. Yes. Uh, but GS9, uh, they really, really blew this event out of the water. Uh, I took some photos. We'll share it on the pod. Uh, but all for, it felt like a holiday event. Yeah. 
Actually, it, they put it, a temple inside the bank. They literally. So this was at the Wayland in Brooklyn, which mm-hmm. is an old bank in yeah. Williamsburg. And uh, they, they literally built like an old school Japanese temple around the safe. Yep. And then put the new piece in the safe, which I thought was really, really cool. Um, they had Artbeat, which is like a DJ, I think, from Vegas. Uh, DJ the event. It was wild because when I first walked in, there was like a downstairs level. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't really tell what was going on. I didn't know if they were like past like the evening festivities and like going to something more casual because there was like a bar and like the co check situation. And then I discovered that, okay, everything's happening on the second floor. I go up to the second floor and I'm like, oh, I've been transported to Las Vegas. Wow. <laughs> it was EDM in there, though. It was, it was, if you've ever heard the term lituation, this was, <laughs> this was exactly that. It was a lituation. I mean, uh, I think it was a Centauri-sponsored event. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, there was some amazing Japanese beers. Uh, they Great did, cocktails. The co- yeah, so that's kind of where I'm getting to, which, you know, if you're listening, you can probably tell. The cocktails were amazing. Uh, they did this pour over. The raspberry pour over. Raspberry sake. Which that was, was a move. Crazy. Uh, I took video. I think we can share that too. Uh, but uh, a stellar event from Grand Seiko. Thank you for the invitation. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Grand Seiko fans. I am one, but we also know that there are those who really love the brand mm-hmm. on, a, on a whole nother level uh that you know you have to meet them in order to really understand the passion that exists with this brand but so this was also about a new release uh this is an exclusive limited edition watch created for the gs9 club sbgy 023 is inspired by a woodblock print uh of the Matsumoto Castle, a national treasure of Japan located in the Shinshu region where all Grand Seiko spring drive watches are born. Mm-hmm. Um, the case is a 38 and a half millimeter uh, case. Uh, it's a beautiful case. Mm-hmm. Um, they're calling the color of the dial a, I think it's Kira, Kirazuri. Kirazuri, yeah, that's, Kirazuri. The, that's the dial texture. So I think the watch is, is is really, really pretty. It's got like kind of like a subdued, smoky gray mm-hmm. aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Kind of makes me want to just pick up a cigar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one's hot. I've, out of this series that they've done, this is my favorite one so far. Yeah. No, I thought they did it. I thought it was a cool release. Um, what's nice is, so I, I guess there's, um, I'm not sure how exactly this is being released, but I assume it's only for GS9 members. Yeah, because it says it's the first this member exclusive. Limited first member watch. exclusive. So you have to be a um, member of the GS9 yeah. Club, which means essentially you have to already own. You have to already own Grand Seiko. Yeah. Grand Seiko. I'm not yeah. sure how many. I would guess at the very least one. Um, their spring drive caliber nine R thirty one. It's a manually wound spring drive. Manually wound spring drive. Power reserve uh, indicator on the back. I know you got some sticklers out there. For yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> People don't like power reserves on the dial. Don't know why, but yeah, I love them. Yeah, um, that's where they belong. Limited to 299 pieces. That's the part I'm kind of curious about. Like, why 299? is it 299? They got to be some lucky number. So, or maybe, you know, is that how many GS9 members they have in Brooklyn? Maybe. Or New York, maybe. Or is that the address to the Wayland? It's not. 299 Broadway? It's 275. 
Close. <laughs> they should. That's for either address of Peter Lugas. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. Um, but excellent release. Um, you know, Grand Seiko releases. They release a lot of watches, and um, they've had an amazing year. They had some really incredible releases. We had like that Turqu- Turquoise Turquoise Whirlpool. Turquoise style Whirlpool. Mm-hmm. The with the asymmetrical design. Yep. Um, which was a hit. I mean, we know. Yeah, they're gone. We know four people that got them. Yeah, we know a couple of people that were lucky enough to get their hands on them and have, and have been able to uh, to hold the watch. And, and uh, you know, maybe I think we'll hit one of them up and see if we can get on the yeah. show. Minute Mom's been flexing that thing all over Instagram. And I saw him tonight. Yeah, he, had, he was wearing it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he was wearing that piece, but um, I saw him tonight and I know he owns that piece. Our friend Danny has one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Aaron has Aaron one. Has one. A couple of people we know have one. Yeah. So so shout out to the homies. Uh, but that piece, along with other pieces, there was the bamboo dial mm-hmm. that they did. The green. Uh, this year, yep, yep, which was fire. Yeah, I recently saw that watch in person. The green's way more vivid in person. It's it's, it's literally matrix green. Yeah, yeah. no. It's, it doesn't it's read a, that way it's in a, photos. It's a, it's a really good piece. Um, obviously, you know, they had the Kodo earlier this year for yep. Watches mm-hmm. and Wonders. Well, they did that new one, too, that they showed tonight. Which one? They did one just for the auction house. It's a brown strap with a gold tourbillon case. For the Kodo? Yeah. For the GPHG? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So there was, okay, so boom. Did they show it off here? Uh, It's not that one. Is it not this one? No, I'll I'll find it right now. Okay. But it's a thing. But amazing year for for Grand Seiko. Um, Kudos to them. You know, they did win an award. At GPHG, so they for did the a, for the Kodo Constant yeah. Force Turbine. They did a piece unique Kodo for Phillips. For Phillips, okay, yeah. that's what it was. It's mm. being auctioned off. It's on the brown strap with that same lacquer finish to it, mm. but it has a gold tourbillon with a blued steel cage. Mm. Nice, kind of crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. I'll screenshot this so we could we'll, post we'll it up. Throw everybody. it up there. Wow. Uh, but also, congratulations in order for winning an, an award from GPHG. Uh, they were awarded the the chronometry prize at the Grand Prix of Horology mm-hmm. in Geneva, watchmaking's most prestigious award ceremony. This is sort of like the Oscars of of watches. Yes, this is when everyone kind of pulls out their best, and it's um, you know they get awarded for all kinds of categories from mm-hmm. from design to technology and so on and so forth. And just in terms of uh, Grand Seiko's contribution. Uh, to horology, they they've they've done a yeah. they've contributed a great deal. Well, for, so, I mean, for so two years in a row, them. they've won best men's watch in their category, mm. and now the Kodo is taking this crazy ass award. So, mm-hmm. shouts to them. Um, so there is also uh, Patek had a couple of new releases. Flex you gotta again. Get thing for us. Yes, maybe somebody tapped it. Bang bang. Is it coming up? Technology. <laughs> well, the funniest thing, too. Um, I think as, that might be the wrong one. Sir. As we iron out our technical difficulties. No, it's this one. There you go. Um, the funniest thing is when we, when we recorded our previous episode, the new novelties, I think, had just released the next day. Yeah, I think it was the next day. So, yes. Yeah, so when we, when we, uh, I think it was when we released it, right? Or was it when we released it? No, it was the next no, day. No, it was, it was, uh, it was you spoke about just it. a couple of days after. Yeah. So I think this, these were released on Monday. Mm-hmm. 
Was it? So Protect, we last episode we covered the Protect novelty. Yes. And um, just a couple of days after, they they hit us with another release. So they released four additional watches. Mm-hmm. All grand complication. All gem set. All gem set, which Fire. I thought was interesting, yeah. and they're beautiful. Yeah. So we have two new 5271s, mm-hmm. perpetual calendar chronographs, and two new 6300 Grandmaster chimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, fire. <laughs> <laughs> you know what just came to mind? What's up? So when I'm looking at these pieces, um, remember we were talking about um, like a brand ambassador for like Omega. Mm. I think we should make an episode and just like do like an imaginary. I mean, I like know who like who would want to see in the watch. Yeah, who want to see in the watch? I'm I picking see, me for all. Yeah. <laughs> I think, but when I look at these pieces, I'm thinking Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, I mean, he already got. No, he has. Yeah, he can't. He can't count. No, he has like these crazy count. gem sets. He's gonna have them. He can't. No, count. no, but I'm saying just in general, like I'm just looking at like Mark Wahlberg. He def like if. If he doesn't have these already or had got them before they were released, like... Well, I do think that makes for an interesting conversation because obviously, you know, Patek is a, a, a prestigious and esteemed brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and celebrities obviously collect Patek. But yes. there are, when you think about it, you know, kudos to Mark Wahlberg for, you know, building a collection to be able to venture into application pieces mm-hmm. because... You don't see application pieces on celebrities. No, no. they don't just want all the same. They shit. just want the same thing. They want yeah. the the super Nautilus high, the Aquanauts. Uh, you know, pieces. It's, yeah, Aquanauts and Nautiluses primarily. Mm-hmm. Like you don't see any of the other things. Mm-hmm. And this is the stuff that's truly special. This is the yes. stuff that's that's really really special. And you know, shout out to Mark Wahlberg for actually you know fostering the relationship with this brand and and, and spending the time and energy understanding who they are and what they do and uh, getting himself uh, into this lane. Yeah, so, he copped that mini repeater last month too. The Sapphire. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly, yeah. Fire. So the new, I, I to me, um, I know how much you love complications. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure you can you can give us the, the whole lowdown and, and romance about the Grand Chimes, but I feel like the 5271s are the These are the, the show stoppers, the show. yeah. It's mainly because of the dials, right? Because Patek's been making 5271Ps and gem set for a couple years now. They yeah. all have black dials. They did a ruby bezel, a sapphire bezel, and an emerald bezel, and they did a diamond bezel. So now they just basically brought back out the sapphire and the rubies, but with matching dials. But matching which dials, I think which I think that sets them off. Not only matching dials, but matching thread in the straps. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, they definitely was like, yeah, no, this is, this is a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know they, what I'm they did the right thing with that too. They really did because um, it bangs. It's the, the, it's the reds where it's at. So y'all know how I feel about red on watches in general. The red it's, is it's, crazy. It's they're both really really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, I would go with the sapphire edition, just because with the moon phase, it's just like it's all just, uniform. Nice. Yeah, this is yeah. all blue, and 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 I love that. I mean, yeah, it's okay. It's a blue watch. <laughs> <laughs> it's another blue watch. Uh, I'm hoping they come out with a green one. Green would be crazy. I commented on our post. I was like, no emeralds? Yeah, I know. I'm waiting know. for that. And I'm waiting for a diamond one. With I mean, a white I'm sure dial. you'll see something at some I point. I hope so. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, but uh, pleasant surprise. Uh, it's. I think it's cool. It makes me wonder, too, because it's like they're not typically known for releasing pieces at this time of the year. Mm-hmm. 
So it makes me think like, okay, what else do you have up your sleeves for Watches and Wonders? Like, because these are these are all home runs. Yeah, as far as and Watches and Wonders like, has to be crazy. So it's got to be insane, mm-hmm. and uh, I I can't wait. Now they have uh, going back to you know to the releases, uh, two new Grandmaster Tron. The six three hundred. Yeah. So can we say bust down Patek? But so bust down Patek. <laughs> so here's here's if I'm I'm gonna nitpick because they go hard. But I'm gonna they nitpick. do. They're good. I wish that the diamond one had a pave dial. Sure. No, I feel. Yeah. If that had a diamond dial, that'd be nutty. Yeah. That would yeah. That would have definitely been the move. And you can make the power reserve indicators out of onyxes, so you can. It's still crazy. Them. It's crazy. That would have slapped. But this is like an onyx dial, right? Yeah, it's it's a it's a black lacquer dial. Yeah, it's kind of like a little guilloche kind of pattern thing happening. Yeah, it's like a it's almost like hobnail. A little bit. That's yeah, been yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. thing it's, lately. It's, it's kind of tight. Um, I think it's interesting what they're doing with like the the blue one. The right? two rows of sapphire. Sorry. The two rows of sapphire. The two rows of of sapphire, and then the case is still in in white diamond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which kind of reminds me what they did with um, the seventy nine sixty eight, yeah. the Aquanaut. The they did that row of diamonds and the rainbow. Yeah, 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 and so it's just like a, a. I don't know them for doing this. Maybe they've done this before, but um, I don't. I, I don't, I've not seen very many gem set Pateks that are like this ornate, uh, and I've not seen them really mix stones. Yeah, well, before. I mean, they do crazy stuff. I mean, believe it or not, they do Nautiluses that are off catalog. With yeah. rubies and diamonds on the bracelet, I, and we've seen some of those. Like yeah. there was yeah. that sapphire uh, fifty seven eleven. We well, saw there's the all diamond fifty nine eighty. Yeah, there's yeah. an emerald version of that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an aquanaut with a diamond case. But I don't know them for for mixing stones like color stones. Not on these kind of watches, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, which feels like a whole new like design language for them. It's it's, it's very interesting. I thought it was an interesting choice. They're taking notes from the youth. Facts. Yeah, for sure. Facts. They said Jacob the jeweler. Who? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, it, it kind of does channel a little bit of Jacob, mm. but for sure, still a hit. Still a hit. So this watch has 20 different complications. Mm-hmm. This is a beast. Doesn't Hove own a uh, 6300? Yeah, he, he has, the, he has he? the first one that they made, the blue dial. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah he does. He, he has, he, I forget how the bar goes, but he says Patek Philippe, two faces, something, something, something. And yeah. he's talking about this watch. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he, and I think he says how much it costs, which is like two and a half million. <laughs> yeah, they're up there. So these are going for, I think, um, the 5271s, I think they're going for about 340. Yeah. They raised the price. I mean, well, the diamond one is two ninety eight. I think it was. Mm. This, these are fifty grand more. Three forty eight for the fifty two seventy ones. How much are the sixty three hundreds going for? At over three million. Over three million. Easy. Yeah. So this is this is a, mm. this is a beast. Uh, this is something else. Um, you'd be very lucky to see this in person. I think these are going to be offered exclusively through the salon. Is that are they? No, well, they 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 are an application piece. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. All right. Well, shout out to to uh, shout out to Patek again, again. Two weeks uh, in a row. Look, I know. Lucky them. It's crazy. Uh, our good friends at Oris yes had a couple of releases mm-hmm. this week. Mm-hmm. So one that I am uh, I'm actually excited for you. You know, you're not 
I hate this. <laughs> it's ugly, so they dog. released uh, they released an exclusive Aquas with uh, with watches of Switzerland. Um, I actually really like this piece. I think it's kind of cool. The press photos look so good. This I, is a different watch on your wrist. It, it looks different from the press photos, but I, I actually really dig it. It's mm. just super stealthy. Yeah. Super stealthy, dark green bezel. This thing is awesome. Um, I'm a big fan of Aquas. The size is perfect. I love it on the strap. I think it's a lot of fun. For sure. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm glad somebody thinks so. I don't. <laughs> this watch is not for me. It's not for you. Okay, well, they had another release. That one's for me. Um, <laughs> this is coming out either the day, I think, is it the day before we release? I think it's the day before this episode's released so we could talk about it. Josh, don't get mad at us. Embargo's going to be over. Uh, it's called the Colson. The Colson. Correct? Yes. So it's a carbon Oris. This piece is, 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 is fire. Literally fire. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got a, a gradient dial. And it goes from like orange to like burgundy. Um, this is this is unexpected mm-hmm. from Oris for me. Yeah, um, but a pleasant surprise. Uh, when I saw this piece, I thought it was great. Um, I like it a lot. It's super stealthy. Yeah. I think it's really cool. Um, it's there's a, a there's a, sort of a theme going on here yeah. too. There's a lot of black watches being released by Oris. Yeah, yeah. It's also a 3D printed carbon case. That I did not know. It's the first of its kind. Yeah. It's the first for watchmaking, period. And Oris is doing it. That's crazy. So breaking new ground. And this is a, re- a partnership between them and uh, the Coulson, a- Coulson Aviation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they're aerial firefighters. Aerial firefighters. So mm-hmm. you know there's always a cause behind what, what they do. There's always a story and a narrative, uh, which is what I love about this brand. Um, and they're always staying true to their cause. So mm-hmm. um, it explains the dial. Yes. Fire red. <laughs> little, little bit on the pricier side. I mean, it's forty five hundred, but it's carbon and it's a new tech. It's worth it. Yeah, it's fire. It's Shout out to them. The only other carbon watch that's even remotely in this price point is a Doxa. It's and supposedly it's like highly anti magnetic. Yeah. Five day power reserve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This this is uh this is something. This is yeah. a piece. That that new four hundred caliber. Yeah. Um five day know, power reserve, ten year warranty. Ten year warranty, yeah. It's a workhorse of a watch. Um I it's mean bulletproof, you, dog. It's carving. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you you get what you pay for. The price point is a bit um different from Oris. I mean they they have watches. Yeah, and that no, they, they have. have, yeah, they have but, I mean, they did the, the Sun Wukong enamel joints. Yes. Yeah. Almost 30 grand. They but, got the Gold Wings of Hope. It's 12K. They sure. got the Aquas with the gold bezels that are around, what, four grand also? Yeah. But 500 extra dollars from a, just a gold bezel Aquas, I'll take a carbon watch all day. Yeah. I mean, I'll take a carbon Oris over a carbon Dox any day of the week. Woo! Well, just well, saying. Well, the reason why, but also, too, like kind of why I mentioned it, I think that, you know, Oris is kind of retraining the client to to kind of think of them in a higher light sure. because you know we sat in on the the um the auction for the clemente time yeah piece. so clemente sold for what 12 12 grand, grand. 12 yeah back um so it's safe to say that you know yesterday's price is not today's price today's yesterday's price. price is not today's um price. so or is flexion not muscle. with new tech 3d printed carbon yeah fire i yeah. wonder who's gonna rip that next that might be my next orris though yeah. 
Yeah, it's I, good. I would get that. We might have one on the next wrist check. Who knows? Woo! That'd be nice. <laughs> or if you're listening. Shout out to VJ. Shout yes. out to Josh. Shout out to Anna. Facts. Yes. Or a squad. Squad up. Um, <laughs> in other news, uh, Bulgari. This is a little polarizing for me. Is it? Because I love the watch. I hate the price. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Mm. Um, well, again, yesterday's price is not today's price. That's a so, fact. We had that conversation on the way over here. We did. We'll get into it later. Bulgari, uh, this came out of left field for me. I know yeah. that there's a relationship between the two already, but um, was not expecting this at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, it is nice to see that people, at least that, you know, they're interested in the conversation of, of this designer. So just to, to, to get to it, uh, Bulgari released a new Gerald Genta uh, piece. So an original uh, sort of Gerald Genta design. They released a Mickey Mouse Jump Hour mm-hmm. watch. And now he plays soccer. And now he plays soccer. Yeah. Or, you know, you could say football, depending on where you're located. Um, but this watch is retailing for, I think, approximately 30 grand. <laughs> Bugging. Yeah. <laughs> Bugging. But it's fire. Yes. Is it gold? Is it white gold? No, it's just steel. <laughs> you know what I was about to say. But it's got a mother of pearl dial. And? Yeah. It's pretty. Sure. Yes. Um, I think, I'll get I a think, vintage so one I for think, obviously, you know, a fifth of price. Yes. Um, I believe this is, it's limited, mm-hmm. which is, it's part of that. Right. I think also they're uh, they're really, you know, thriving off of uh, the name. Right. So, yeah, it's limited to 200 pieces. So that's cool. Yes. I'm into that. Um, also, yeah. You know, listen, put some respect on Gerald Genta's name. Like this is the guy that brought you the the Royal Oak. This is the gentleman that also brought you the Nautilus. Mm-hmm. Pole so, router. yeah. The, yeah. The pole router. Bulgari is like, nah, 30K. Let's go. Yeah. Like. Do you think they're going to sell 200 pieces? But let me tell you. Yes, I do. They they, they will. How fast? It's going to take take a while. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, in terms of when you talk to people, and we've all shared these stories, right? Like, how many people do you come across um, that collect watches where, like, their first watch is like a Mickey Mouse watch? Yeah, of course. Mickey Mouse Sears watch? This is the one to have. This is a flex. Yes. If there was ever a Mickey Mouse watch to buy. But you can flex with a vintage one. Yeah. Nah, this is different. Well, the funniest thing to <laughs> is different because he's playing soccer yeah. instead of golf. The funniest thing, Fire. too, is like... It is, but not that price, though. It seemed like it was the right time because um, Mark Cho just um, auctioned off his watch collection. And he had, he had one. He had a Mickey Mouse jersey. He's got a yeah. Genta in there. Um, I mean, obviously, these brands are kind of capitalizing on... The opportunity of new enthusiasts and mm-hmm. you know people kind of going back into those archives, like you know, for someone like myself, where like seventies design is my favorite circa, like that is this, mm-hmm. you know. And if I had thirty grand and this watch like spoke to me like that, <laughs> bro, maybe I would own it. But the thing is, I mean, right now I have thirty grand, so I, I can't you say you thirty grand on that. I can. If you had thirty grand, if, you, if money was no question, you buy this. Probably not. So then, what are you talking about? I'm just saying. Maybe, <laughs> I'm saying it, maybe there's someone that's there with. Like, there's definitely people there. I'm the, saying I don't understand those people. It's a big watch too, 41 millimeters. <laughs> You're it's bugging. A, it's a big Mickey Mouse watch. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's like a, it's really you like know a grown they, you know man's they should Mickey do? Mouse watch. They should dump this in Disney somewhere. No, they should sell this at Disney. 
I mean, yeah, that would be tight. They should sell that. At that would be cool. You go to Disney and there's like a, a you, Gerald the, Genta. You could only if you know about the Twenty One Club at Disney. You could only buy if you have a reservation to the Twenty One Club. I have no idea about this. It's what a secret this? restaurant. Everybody's about to get put on. Thank me. Twenty One <laughs> Club. Look it up. It's a Michelin star restaurant hidden in Disney. in Disney. Yes. Wow. Yes, hidden like it's like in an attraction. There's a secret door. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And wow. it's booked. I mean, probably a year out. Like unless you got it in, you ain't getting in. We'll get it in. We'll get it in. We'll get it in. We'll get one. But damn, 41 millimeters for the Mickey Mouse piece. And it's kind of thick. Pause. It's a thick boy. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Brink. <laughs> Mother of Pearl doll retrograde display. Uh, this I love this thing. We got our producer laughing in the background because <laughs> it said thick boy. He <laughs> <laughs> caught a pause out of it. Uh, but shout out to Bulgari. This is, I, I just think, I think it's really cool that they're, they're, um, they're paying homage. You yes. know, I think, um, we've seen a couple of these watches go up for auction. Yeah. We were spent, when we spent time, uh, with Rich Lopez, shout out to Rich at Sotheby's. They even had, you could buy the dials. They had the dials mm-hmm. up for auction, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool. So just in terms of owning a piece of history, buying uh, an homage piece that pays tribute, uh, to him and his, his contribution to watch design. I think it's incredible. Is it expensive? Uh, sure, mm-hmm. but you know, listen. If you, you guys are out there paying secondary market prices for Snoopy's, facts, right? So get you get you a Mickey Mouse retrograde. <laughs> like, put some respect on Gerald Genta's name. I ain't gonna lie. I, if I had thirty racks, I'd rather buy five vintage ones to give him as gifts. I mean, yeah, hands down, for sure, absolutely. Mickey Mouse, vintage Mickey Mouse's for the whole crew. Yeah. I'm down with that. Um, Vacheron still owes us two two twos, as a matter of fact. Listen. Since we had Beth on. From your mouth to God's ears. Let's get it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a couple of other uh, uh, good releases. The Mr. Porter IWC. That was the Mr. Nice. Porter IWC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Limited edition big pilot. 43. Yeah. Edition one. Gold yeah. pilot's watch. It's kind of yeah. hot. That it's kind hot. of fire. That's hot. Go hardware on the strap too. Yeah. What's happening with IWC lately though? They've been quiet since Top Gun. They need. Yeah. They need. Uh. They need John Mayer to. Uh. To do another. Um. Talking watches where he shows off his. A Mojave uh, Desert, a new one. Yeah. I, I want that Top Gun watch though. Top the Gun's Top fire. Gun, like the actual Top Gun Spitfire. Yeah. The it's one good. that has the, the Top Gun logo on the door. Yeah. yeah. It's hot. I got a. I got a good uh, friend of mine that has one. Yeah. The same one. Yeah. I'm jealous. So don't let me hold that. <laughs> so Mr. Porter did an IWC. This 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 watch retails for almost eleven thousand dollars. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't get it. I don't get the collab. The watch is cool, but Mr. Porter, he they do. Mr. Porter is legendary. Yeah, yeah. For watches. Well, here's but here's the thing. So, yeah. So yeah, one of my favorite pieces, yeah. Jaegers of all time is the Mr. Porter Kingsman collab. They did an extra thin, like See, but that's, stupid thin. I get it. That I understand. But people, you know what the watch is. It's a knife watch. That's fine. It's hot. Sure. It's fire. But Crowns you have the relationship with the movie. Yeah. I get it. This is this is just it's just a gold big pilot. Five hundred pieces. Mr. Porter. Forty three millimeter. It's not even actually it's not even gold, it's bronze. Is it? Yeah. It's a it's it's a it's a bronze watch. 
Yes. For that, that, that changes that's things. Yeah, now you guys feel different. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty strange. Yeah, yeah. Bronze, uh, bronze but when you said when you said ten thousand for the for the watch, so and I was like gold. I was like, there's no way that has to be something else. And then also, yeah, too, because the case back the, is steel. It's titanium. Case, titanium. Oh, it's titanium. Ooh, yeah. titanium case back. <laughs> uh, whatever. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Listen. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, at that price point, I was like, well, that's the thing. At that price point, if it is precious metal, then I it's think it should be worth it. Yeah, it'd be totally an worth 11 it. 11 grand gold watch? Sure. Yeah. All no, day. It's an $11,000 bronze watch. I'd, I would buy that. You, you would buy, buy this? No, I would buy if it. If it was, was precious metal. Yeah, it. if it was gold, I would buy it. I'm good. It's still hot, though. <laughs> it's cool, man. This is Lewis Hamilton's rocking this at the next F1 race. I don't think Lewis Hamilton's rocking bronze. He will. You think so? The man wore all his watches to a press conference. He will. He will wear this. It was gold, maybe. He. He. It's rough. <laughs> IWC pays him. He'll wear it. Um. Listen. Tom Brady's going to uh, limit it to five hundred pieces. Uh. You know, faithful interpretation of the original easy to read Coptic instrument design and born from the 1940s. Boring. All right, let's yeah, go. They we get it. Let's go next. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a no for me, dog. Shout out to, to Mr. Porter, though. Drip, get, flip, or skip? <laughs> yeah, get it how you Yeah, I remember that game. Get it how you live. Yes. Uh, what else we got? Let's run down. Let's run down the thread. Uh, boom, boom, boom. Rashawn I sent did, us this. I like that. The Carrera. I, yes. I really. I like it. Tell me why you like this. So this is the, uh, it is a tag, uh, tag an Oyer Oyer. Carrera uh, chronograph in yellow gold, uh, black dial, black gator strap. What do you love about I'm this I'm good piece? on this. So I love this piece because it channels its vintage like you know predecessor john player special livery from formula one yes sir mm -hmm. yeah i mean we have a, a sentimental attachment to that but the watch is doo-doo sorry uh, but but i mean also too like i think they did have the tag hoyer like badge but for some reason like i think it was done a little bit tasteful like it kind of still like i've said it several it times looks, before but they kind of like like tag is a little bit putting tag on the dial ruined it no, no no but i'm saying like the tag doesn't look that like you know what i mean like it doesn't look that eye gouging as yes, it, it used to i think the thing is is that if you know i think coming from our perspective and looking at especially because like like we appreciate vintage watches you can't help but see it. Yeah. Oh, if, yes. If that, but look, it, but it, but it, but it does. It would be that if that was the vintage watch, instead of it saying Tag Hoyer, it would still have that same badge, and it would say Hoyer. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, but we want that. We want that. No, for sure. But I'm it saying they kind of like they 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 kind of still channel that 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 design. You know. I mean, it's all it's the same design. Like no, because the other ones are kind of like the the tag hoy is like kind of prominent. You're like, oh, that's kind of whack. Like, that's you know what I mean? Prominent. All I see is T A G. Yeah, I can't even read the hoy. Yeah, you really cannot Carrera read hoy. I see. Yeah. <laughs> Look, if if they if they got some proportions right, made it slightly smaller. Yeah, it and smaller. it just said Oyer on it. They didn't even say Oyer. Just put Carrera on it. Sign me up. So this watch is almost twenty two thousand dollars. No. <laughs> At that price, no. No bracelet. Just strap, gold case. Uh, yeah, it's expensive. But I do think that there's an interesting conversation here, right? Because, like, obviously LVMH owns Tag Heuer. I'm curious why 
they're they're maintaining the brand in that way. They could easily just drop tag and just make it Hoyer again. Yeah. Right. So that tells me that there's a significant amount of people that still resonate with tag, mm-hmm. and yeah. that there is. But those people, I don't think those people are buying this though. Listen, you might be right. I don't know. Uh, but it seems to be that there's still a significant group of people that resonate with tag. Um, I mean, I met one of them, uh, 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 you know, relatively famous fashion designer who fancies, you know, tag F1s. That's that's his thing. He yeah, was, I mean, tag F1s are, I mean, the the plastic joints. Yeah, I like. Yeah, the I mean, those joints. are collectible. That's like I like those. Yeah, you, that's like yeah, it's like Pokemon cards. Sure. They come in a hundred <laughs> different colors. Yeah, like, I like that. sure, that makes sure. sense. But this, listen, I'm with you, but. There's a market. They're relying on people buying thousand dollar tags. Listen, yo, they released the Mario Kart edition. That's (laughs) it's crazy. Like a twenty thousand dollar Mario. Well, the Torbion, yeah, yeah, that was wild. Mario Kart watch. I like like the collab. It was great. The original, the the one without the Torbion, the standard chronograph is boring. No, I thought it was good. No, it's boring. There's not enough Mario on it. The Torbion is better. It's just it's the prices I didn't like. (laughs) The prices, the prices were kind of outrageous. And I mean, I've touched one i've played with one they don't feel quality mm. really no eh, well that's a shame it's because it says tag <laughs> what sorry, do you expect man? sorry uh was there anything that came out this week that you were uh, you were excited about um man to be honest not, not really, really. <laughs> <laughs> no. i mean patek always of course i mean yeah but like for me like that I mean, that's, I think, you you know, you love Patek. Patek so, and Jordan, dog. You know, it's, it, it makes sense for me. I, I mean, nothing I feel like I have You wouldn't rock one of those Pateks? No, nah, not really. You're a Rolex dude. I'm a Rolex guy. He wants to so you want Rolex. that 50 millimeter? <laughs> you want that you 50 want millimeter? That challenge, DC baby. Challenge? No, well, I told you, if anything, I would never wear it. I would museum it. Just hold it? Just hold it. Throw Safe it queen? I show you go, up. You gonna put in the case in your car? No, he would wear that outside. Yeah, you would. No, that would make it to a wrist check. Yes, it would. Well, I, yes, you know what? Actually, it would because it's the flex. Yeah, sure. Not really. I think it's the millimeter watch on my wrist. The biggest on your Rolex ankle. in the world. The biggest Rolex in the world. Hands down. That joint's a what do you call it? Uh, ankle monitor. Yeah, I was gonna say yes. That's an ankle monitor. Uh, there was a watch that I was excited about. So we did get to attend uh, Watch Time in mm-hmm. New York a couple of weeks ago, and I had come across this brand for the first time. Um, I, I went to their booth, Arnold and Son, mm-hmm. and uh, they released a new watch this week um, from a line that apparently they've they've done before, but they released a new uh, what they're calling Nebula. And, and essentially in rose gold. I think this watch is actually really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still learning a great deal about the brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, but originally this, this, this piece or this line was originally released back in 2016. I think this is their, their second go at uh, a nebula. But uh, Arnold & Son is what I would consider sort of like a, a high horology brand. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they do like complicated watches, um tourbillon pieces they have like i mean there was a, a really really pretty um meteorite uh moon phase piece that i saw while i was there mm-hmm. where the moon phase was like an actual orb 
half of oh, it yeah, was like yeah. meteorite and the other half was like enamel. Yeah. Debatune does that. Yeah, the DB it was it was it was beautiful. And so I thought this piece was good. Uh, I, as we know, skeletons are still in. Uh, they call anywhere. this one the nebula. And what's cool about it is they have like all of these bridges. Yeah. Uh, in the in the dial or the lack thereof a dial that sort of make like like a kind of like star image. Yeah, which I think is 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 really really cool. And they offer it in two different sizes too, which is and nice. they have two different sizes, which I thought was you know considerate, right? There's like a 38 millimeter, and, and then the bigger ones a are 41. 41 and a half, I think. Yeah, yeah. But I thought this piece was 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 cool. Um, and I've been checking them out lately. Um, kind of excited about this brand. I like that 38. I think they bring something new and and refreshing. Uh, to watchmaking, uh, you handle their pieces. The quality is there. They feel really, really cool. The people are also nice. I got to engage with some people who work for the brand. Yeah. And they were awesome. With, with, are they, they're Swiss? They're Swiss. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Arnold the Sun. And then, um, originally Swiss, like, no, like any design outsource, like anybody, or they're just all like Swiss guys? They are all Swiss. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to pull something up that actually they get me excited this week. I oh, said oh, it in the group chat. You, oh, you seen one of their pieces? Not an Arnold Sun. I'm talking about something else. Constantine Chaikin did a collab mm. that I'm trying to find. But right um, now. what's also cool is, uh, you know, right now I think, and we talk about it all the time, especially like with like a Patek, and there's another brand I'm about to mention that had a really cool release, I thought. But what's in is asymmetrical design, and it's been that way for mm-hmm. at least a year, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, and here they come, you know, bringing symmetry to open work. Yep. Which I thought was really interesting because you don't see a lot of that. I think a lot of the open work pieces that we see is like you never really, other other than like you know like a like a GP when they do like a skeleton. I was gonna mention you never really see like the wholeness. It's kind of like you always get like a glimpse into it, yeah. which I appreciate and I think is kind of cool. Um, but there's also something to like making something that is ornate. And designed well, you know that is also symmetrical. Yeah, that's like the idea. Let's even say, and like, it's like super thin. I was gonna say, just like, uh, like let's say we can take Ulysse not in, which kind of like channels the same energy as like GP, of course. Um, they have the blast, and literally you can see through the watch. And like, you know, I think brands now kind of want to test design language to another level of like creating this like floating movement or like floating bridge or like you know there isn't a main plate there's like something that just like is magical happening Mm. the same as like how we were you know with the cartier piece you know the mysterious and then we're like yeah i love that piece you're like the dial the well the movements in the rotor the movements in the rotor like it's which is crazy like i still am having a hard time understanding how that works that's it's, the whole point. It's I know it's crazy. Yes. <laughs> Which so, is super cool. What what I want to talk about is uh there's this watch company in Europe. I don't know much about them, but they're called Barons or Berens. Mm. Uh, it's B E H R E N S. Okay. They did a collab with Constantine Chaikin, which okay. we all know he's Russian mad scientist for mm-hmm. making just insane stuff. Um we know he makes those watches with like the crazy faces. He did the Joker watch where the eyeballs are like the hours and the minutes and mm-hmm. sure. All that crazy stuff. So they did a semi-affordable version of a take on the Constantine Chaikin watch. Okay. And it has a face. I'm just showing you guys a photo so That's you can cool. look it up. 
and wow. the dial is Here made is. out of crystallized titanium. Whoa! So that silver one is the only one that's available right now. They're that's limited. Wild. There are limited to let me see how many pieces. Two hundred p. They did three different editions. Mm. Two hundred pieces each. They cost around ten grand, and they're pre-orders. And the first batch ships actually this December. So in a couple of weeks, if you bought one, you should be receiving it. Whoa! Um, only the crystallized titanium one, which is my favorite one, is available right now, and it's fire. Yeah, just the finishing on it. Like it, it's kind of like how do you like? It looks like like the titanium is like frosted. You yeah, know? it's crystallized. Yeah, it's whatever. Yeah, that yeah, crystal. Yeah, exactly. Heard of that. But like, yeah, it's nuts. If you look, well, when they we see the video, you got the video popped up right now. When they go back to the silver one, mm. it takes over the case. Like the dial and the lugs is almost like it's one piece. You see that? Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah, that's really cool. So and I mean, getting a, a chicken design for ten grand is amazing, considering those watches are usually around fifty. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. I sent that in my in my group chat with uh, Eric and, where in and Europe, Frank. I'm not entirely sure. I don't really know much about them. I've seen them around before. I never looked into it. Huh. Some of it, I mean, they do you, cool stuff. We like weird stuff. Some of it's a little too much for me. Yeah. But that just got me excited. Like that's crazy. This whatever is that is. Yeah. What's it called? A Perigee. Yeah. That's nuts. And nothing's really crazy. They go on their site. Nothing's really like expensive, quote unquote. Yeah. Okay. I mean, compared to the competition. So, you not. know what? I want to I ask you a question, man, because, you know, I always trust your judgment. Maybe that purple one. In taste. That purple one is nice. Right. How do you, how do you consider, obviously, you know, it is all based on what you like. Yeah, subjective. But, but like, it's very subjective. But I think there is times where, like, you, you share things that you like and it is, like, unanimous. is like, yo, this is actually, like, yes, he's actually right. How for a brand like this, like a new brand, let's just say if price point doesn't matter, mm -hmm. how do you find it to be like, oh, I'm actually interested in this? Sure, God, anything in a watch has been around for 100 years, maybe? Mm -hmm. Yeah. How do you innovate on something that's so old, right? Yeah. Part of the reason why I like Orwork so much with the orbiting yeah. minutes and, and their hours. Yeah. It's been around forever, how you make it unique. They did it. Very true. It's a cool brand. Yeah. Yeah, the stuff actually does look really, really And there's cool. a lot of diversity. Yeah, I mean, nothing like, looks the same. No, it's kind of crazy. So, like, so, so like, even for a piece like this, like, because there are, like, lesser brands that do something very similar to this. Mm -hmm. How do you uh, decide? It comes, down, it comes down to quality. At that yeah, point. I was going to say quality, yes. So, so, you're, so then, of course, then at that point, then you're heavily considering quality. Yeah. I mean, there might be something that's, Cost half as much as this that looks and feels better, and that's really yeah. What it's it comes something. Down it's to. like it's not always about price, right? Like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's about price doesn't mean quality. It's like a balance of like a, a few different categories. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, aesthetics, quality, because something could look good and then you touch it, and you feel it, and you realize oh, this is so that's not. That's how I feel about AP ceramic. The white ceramic, mm. terrible. It was like a <laughs> McDonald's Happy Meal toy to me. The black is better, but the white and the blue ceramic, yeah. I'm good on that. So mm. how do you see it through a photo? So that's the other thing. It's kind of like, you ever just see something and you just know? Yeah. You get that feeling, you're like, oh, this this bangs. Yeah. Like, obviously, when it comes to the bigger brands, you know, Patek, Rolex, Oris, we've touched and we felt them. Oh, yeah, so you we, gonna... we know what to expect. Mm. Yeah. But something like this that we've never seen before, you kind of just have to, again, it has to it. give you that feeling, yeah. too. Before you get your hands on it, it has to give you that feeling, but also... 
there's a bit of research that goes into it too. If they're doing a collab with Chaken, then you know they're legit. Yes. He's not going to stamp anything that's not, no, that's for not sure. really no, about he, it. He, he, he stands by it. For sure. For sure. That is very true. Oh, they follow us. Really? Yeah. Yo, send that watch over. <laughs> yeah, yeah they already follow Rich Take Pod. Shout out to Baron. Shout out to, yo, there you go. Look at that. Yeah. Wow. Send me one of them crystallized titanium joints, <laughs> please. So they're watching. So I sent so I sent I sent this in the group chat. I'm in a group chat with Frank and Eric and Vasu, who works at FP Join in Miami. Shout out to Vasu. Okay. And I sent this in the group chat, and half a second later, Eric goes, "What the fuck is that? I want it." <laughs> it was the fastest he's ever answered me ever. That's wow. funny. And I was like, "Yo, we got to get him." Shout. I told out him to him. pre-order one. Yes. All right. Yeah, we should reach out since they already follow us. Shout out to Baron. Um, there was another watch I wanted to talk about. Uh, Armor Strong, the green. Uh, yeah. Force. So they did a collab with Collective Horology, which I think is kind of a, a cool situation. So Collective Horology is um, it's essentially it's a it's a watch club, uh, but purchasing a watch that they collab, so they'll collab with a brand. If you buy the watch, you become a member of the club. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it seems like you have kind of say so or like voting rights in like design and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, like piece. different things, like whether it's like a collab or like mm. um, what they do design wise. Well, anyway, so they teamed up with Armstrong, which is a brand that we've we've been following for a little bit, yes. and uh, I'm actually really excited for it because. I think they make really, really great watches. They have their own design language. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the Constant Force. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think it's a good watch. Um, I think what's really cool about Arm and Strom is that they've, they've, they've. Obviously, they're on fire. They're really hard to get. They make very few watches a year. A couple hundred, right? That's yeah, it. A couple hundred. Um, yeah. It's very competitive. You can get one. Yeah. Might you might wait a little bit, but you can get one. Um. But what's cool about them is it's 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 not often that a watch company comes up and designs a watch that you can easily recognize as being like that brand. Yeah, that's a very very difficult thing to do, mm-hmm. and they achieved that very very early on yes. uh, with the Constant Force. So they got with Collective Horology and they did a the new Gravity Equal Force. Uh, they're calling it the P 3 this watch is made out of grade five titanium and uh, is an op- obviously open work, which yeah. all these pieces are. Yep. Uh, has a gear shaped base plate, which is which is really, really cool. Yeah. And this like gradient um, gradient time only dial mm-hmm. with a smaller green uh, subsecond. Yeah. This thing is fire. Stoke. You know what? You know, we we we've talked about Amstrom um in the past and just ideally, you know, Mr. Amstrom was a designer. Mm-hmm. So didn't he actually wasn't a watchmaker. Um and this kind of like it makes sense, you know? Like if you want something that is designed and like like something so different and very special and like less pedestrian or like one of those conversation starters like you're looking at 
the Armstrongs, you're looking at the Gentas, you know, you're looking at, looking at the Barons. Yes, yeah. you're looking at <laughs> the Barons. Barons. Yes, you're looking at those kind of guys to see, like, you know, what are, what's coming next. They they have their finger on the post. They're listening to to folks and 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 kind of like implementing it. I think Armin Strong is going to be a brand that's going to be even more difficult to get as time yeah, goes on. For sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, and even if they scale and start producing more, and they will, I think it's going to get incredibly competitive. I think people are starting to catch wind. Yeah. Um, it's an amazing name. What a strong name for a brand. Facts. It's Armin powerful. Strong. It's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I want that. It's badass. Yeah. They're very uh, young, too. The, equal, the Constant Force, it, 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 uh, it, it just reminds me of Terminator. On the Schwarzenegger Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> they are very young in the game. They've they've they're just they're a little bit over a decade. I think they're about what, twelve years old? Yeah. Yeah, they're still young. They're very, very and, young. Um the fact that they're open to collaborating and doing custom watches, uh, limited runs, uh, with groups. I think this is limited to thirty pieces. Yeah. You know? But um, I like about them too, like you said, they're open to customization. So if you buy a watch from them, they'll give you like i know they do the um they do the their resonance watch yep yeah mm-hmm. they let you engrave your initials on the bridge if yeah you buy yeah one. we know some people who have actually yeah. uh taken yeah. advantage of that um yeah. i know some people who have some other interesting things in the works Facts, with yeah. them that i won't talk about because i don't want to spoil it yes but um no an incredible brand i i was big big fan of this release um you know they're they're pricey they are they're not cheap no um i think armstrong typically runs anywhere from what 40 to like 60. yeah i mean for the, for the really i mean higher end stuff but yeah. i mean they this have watches like that sub, start at 13. yeah like 13 this, is, say, this yeah. is like definitely like sub twenty thousand. yeah the, um, they do the lady beat which is like a i think that's a 12 grand watch mm-hmm. yeah and which, then yeah, the, the very steel, the this, steel yeah. version of this is i think 13.5 yeah awesome like the yeah. non-limited so it's still one. very approachable yeah yeah you know what um when i looked at this timepiece, right it made me think of actually a single watch that i did that i was very excited about um and it was um from speak marin okay which one um the, the peach the peach dial that so that <laughs> is it the, peach or salmon is <laughs> sam- the, copper, uh, the copper yeah. So <laughs> the the watches are Switzerland exclusive. Um, one and two. Um, Speak Marin timepiece for me is like really cool. When you think about it, you have like a retrograde date wheel between one and two. You have you know a uh, dual time to the left of the dial. Yeah. That floating hands with floating the hands operates, flow. of course, like a traditional GMT mm-hmm. with the jump hour. But then, where the second time zone is, you have an exposed micro rotor, and then underneath that, from that complication of the retrograde, you have an exposed barrel. Yeah. So when we talk about just like open work and skeleton and those kind of things, like you know, we're kind of like pushing those mm-hmm. limits, like. 
you know, now you're starting to see the exposure of barrels. You're starting to see the exposure of micro rotors. You're starting to see floating bridges, floating turbines, and those kind of things. So I thought that um, that was a timepiece that I was very, very excited about. And 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 I'm actually sad in that it, it slipped my mind. But the Armin Strong kind of like brought me to that. Like what is cool too is like I feel like you're starting to see a lot more of the indie brands like they're now they're pushing themselves. Yes. I think people are getting them. bored of the the bigger stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Everyone's pushing themselves. You have a lot of these, these indie brands, they're either trying to do, they're trying to like replicate like skeleton open work pieces mm -hmm. and show you something. They might not have a lot to show you mm -hmm. inside, but they're trying to, to push the envelope a little bit there aesthetically. Mm -hmm. And then you have other brands that are actually really putting their foot forward and trying to make complicated pieces. Yeah, they're bringing it. They're trying to, you know, it's not easy to do, especially if you if you don't have a whole lot of money behind you and, you know, you're limited in terms of what you can do with production, but they are they are making investments to deliver yes. um, high horology pieces. Yes. Um, and, you know, I think with the popularity that the industry has has gotten, you know, in recent times and the growth that we're seeing, um, it's only natural that I think you see um, enthusiasts um, at every stage yes. you know, start to refine their taste or elevate their taste. And simply based on the fact that you have people who, you know, have gradually become more interested in horology. Yes. Now are venturing off into high horology. Yes. And just trying to figure out what that's about and how they can get a piece of it at any price point. Yes. Yep. Which I think makes for a cool conversation. So. For sure. For sure. Uh, shout out to Armin Strom. Shout out to Speak Marin. Yes, sir. Um, what else is coming up? I feel like, What's happening? I know Watches and Wonders is a ways away. Yeah. Art Basel's coming. There's, yeah. I know there's going to be a couple of big announcements down there from mm -hmm. watch companies. Um, we have one brand that will be, we're, we're working out on how to attend. I don't <laughs> want to spill the beans, but it's a big one. Yes. We talked about them in our last episode. They, they had something to do with rainbows. Um, <laughs> they got something special happening in Basel with some special people. Yes. Uh, so we'll be there and, uh, we'll, we'll try to break the news first. Uh, so if you don't follow us on Instagram, you need to, yes. um, at risk check pod on Instagram, because we will be, uh, we'll be breaking some news shortly. Um, but I don't know. I'm, I'm feeling like, uh, we're hitting a little bit of a lull period Yeah. in watches. Maybe everyone's gearing up. Until every, unless everybody wonders. comes to more random stuff. Between yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, definitely we've seen some big surprises from the bigger brands. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious what we see from some of the smaller brands going forward. I know our friends at Worn and Wound, they just had a, a really cool Timex release. Yep. yep. So shout out to Zach and Blake. Yeah. Steven, Steven Silver also, they just dropped a Louis Erard collab. I saw that. Yeah. It's two yeah. watches yeah. in a set. It's kind of nice. Yeah, it's like that. nine grand for, the, mm -hmm. for both watches. Um, they did one with second and seconds. Uh, Louis, Louis Arard and second second. Yeah, yeah, it's called the Louis Horror. Horror. It's hot cool. for Halloween. It's, I like it. <laughs> Little ghost as your seconds hand. Yeah, I was yeah. all over that. Excelsior Park has another one coming out with mm -hmm. them mm -hmm. uh, that we we showed on the on the gram recently, which is called they call it's baseball theme. They're calling it Out of the Park. Um, yeah, but there's a, there's a, there's a couple of things happening. There's a mm -hmm. couple of things happening. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so. But shout out to the to the big players who laid it down and hit us with some surprises. Um, 
And, you know, we'll see what's what's happening next week. Um, you know, uh, thank you for tuning in. Yes. This has been fun. Uh, this is another episode that you get with, with just the guys. We got some more interviews coming up. Um, but we've been listening to, you know, our listeners. And we know that you equally enjoy uh, just three. the trio. Yes. Kind of getting together and, 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 and sticking to the roots of the glory days when we first started a year ago. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we decided we'd give you a little bit more of these. And uh, but we do have some amazing interviews coming up. Uh, I won't spill the beans, but uh, definitely stay tuned. This season's probably going to be a little bit longer than our typical seven season episode. Um, and we got some big surprises coming. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching. You know where to find us. Um, on Instagram at Rich Check Pod, same on TikTok for the children. Uh, you can watch us and listen to us on Spotify, mm-hmm. uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. We're also Overcast and Pocket Cast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but literally, if you just Google us, everything will pop up. You can also check out our website at Rich Check Pod. No, sorry, RichCheckPodcast.com yep. is the website. Um, and don't forget Patreon. We, yes. We've got some some more surprises coming soon. So uh, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. Deuces. <laughs>